0: this murder. I'm your detective, Danny.
1: And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Bill. This is part three of the in-flight incident.
0: In part two, I examined the body, found evidence of blunt force trauma and also found a possible murder weapon.
1: You then spoke to Maggie, the flight attendant, about people's comings and goings during the flight.
0: And then I explored the bathroom, found some shattered glass that I believe is evidence of poisoning.
1: So yes, that glass that you found has enough curve that if you started to piece it together, obviously, you're not I'm spending not hours piecing there. them all together, but it looks like, yes, they could, could well a come
0: little from a small
1: vial or test tube. How much time do you spend trying to reconstruct these? Oh, this, only, this, this, with this the big,
0: only with the biggest pieces. I might try to see if I can find two that fit together.
1: You do a little bit of reconstruction and you think it could be one vial or some of the curve looks like there's a possibility it might be two.
0: Oh, that's interesting. How do they smell?
1: You smell them. The first piece of glass you smell, it's kind of got this weird, sickly, sweet smell to it. Mm. And the other one smells, oh, oh, it doesn't smell good. It smells almost sharp, almost bitter. You recognise the smell. It smells like nail polish remover. Oh,
0: dear. acetone. Someone had diabetes.
1: This is because when you have diabetes, your breath smells like acetone? Yeah. So your, your theory is that a person with diabetes breathed on this glass. Okay.
0: I mean... That's Danny's current main theory. They probably couldn't avoid breathing on the glass, Billy. That's true. Now, I recall both of those sound like smells that I smelled when Keith Moser had his two drinks.
1: They do both smell like smells that, Keith, that you smelled when Keith Moser had his two drinks.
0: Which of his drinks got knocked over, the sweet one or the bad one?
1: You can't quite remember. Ugh. You didn't notice at the time exactly which one of them fell.
0: Scrap the idea of going back to Maggie. I'm going to go back to the seats. I'm going to get down on the floor. I'm going to sniff the carpet.
1: Cool. You could have gone back to Maggie, who said that she had put that glass that fell into the kitchenette area. I don't know know if I trust her.
0: She said that she took both those glasses. I don't think that she kept them separate.
1: That's actually a fair point. You smell the carpet. You get right down into the fibres with your nose and you give it a sniff. And it smells kind of... Bitter and sharp, okay. like nail polish so remover. So he didn't
0: drink bad smelly. He only drank sweet smelly. He
1: only drank sweet smelly.
0: Curious. What does this mean? Definitely worth just putting in the bank for now.
1: Yeah, you can put a pin in that. Mm. Or you can focus on it and, and tunnel vision and not talk to anybody in the rest of this. Like <laughs> You pull a bill, as I call it.
0: Back to Maggie briefly. I don't trust her, but okay. I figure... The more I ask her about other people, the less suspicious it makes it seem like I am of her. Sure. So, once again, Maggie, just super thorough, as best as you can tell me. Yes. Who went to the bathroom during this trip? You've told me that Daniel did. I know that Keith did. Anything else bathroom-wise?
1: Um. Well, I remember Jake was waiting for the bathroom. I I'm assuming, oh, that's he, true. I'm assuming that's true. he used it. I will say, actually, you can see when people would go up to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You saw Jake go to the bathroom and come back. Yep. You cannot see from your seat the bathroom entrance, the bathroom door. So you assume Jake had walked up, and because he came back before Keith, your assumption was he waited for a while and came back. I see. But you you couldn't see him waiting at the door. All you know is he did go up after Keith was in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. and he came back before Keith. You assumed he'd given up the wait, but you cannot tell whether or not he went into the bathroom or not. Okay. For people following along, Jake being the nervous late 20s boy man. Daniel, the one who you do know did go in, was Orient Express mm-hmm. reader.
0: That was it? That's all you saw?
1: I. Yeah, I believe that's the only people who've used the bathroom.
0: Hmm. Fly Shannon's allowed to use the bathroom during trip? No. Okay. That sucks. It was against the you rules. strike.
1: I do. I'm on strike right now.
0: All right, next I'm going to go to the very back of the plane. First off, do I see a fire extinguisher back here?
1: You head back to the back of the plane. You don't see any fire extinguisher back here.
0: What's up with this thing? This is terrible. I go, I sit in seat E2 across the aisle from Daniel, okay. Orient Express boy.
1: Man, you sit down boy. opposite the man reading Murder on the Orient Express. Or who who still reading it? He, he was reading it. As you sit, he looks a little confused at you and goes, hello?
0: Hey, you from Carpeton?
1: Me? Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not from Carpeton at all.
0: Oh really? Oh, I mean, okay. What are you doing there?
1: I'm a bit of a uh, a, a a sleuth head. Oh. I'm heading, I got myself a ticket to Sleuth Con. Hey, I didn't. Me too. I didn't think the the murder mysteries would start so early, though. Oh, yeah. No. Hey,
0: you know what? Maybe this is all fake.
1: Oh, well, you think it's part of the convention? That's a bit Maybe intense. Maybe it's a test. A test. Oh, that's.
0: Look, it's probably not. This is probably real and serious and, quite frankly, boring. Trust me, uh, I've done a lot of investigative work. They're usually not very exciting.
1: Oh, you're, you're a real sleuth. Are you speaking at the con?
0: Why aren't I speaking at the con?
1: Well, I don't know. Sounds like bad management.
0: Huh.
1: I always ask the same thing whenever I see that Escape This Podcast isn't doing Supernova. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if you're making notes out about my name, it's Daniel de Brilliant! Thank you, patron donor Daniel De hook.:
0: All right, so look, I'm just come to You're sitting at the back. You had a good view of things. I just wanted to ask. Look, quite frankly, I'm looking at safety features of this plane because it kind of seems like there might be a bit lacking in some places. Mm. This fire!
1: Oh my gosh, what a what a crazy event!
0: You were sitting right up the back. I don't know when she walked past you. Did, how quickly did you notice?
1: Honestly, I didn't notice the fire until she was right up the front when she screamed.
0: Man, I thought you might have smelled something, like if it happened in the back, that like you might have noticed a faint wafting oh. of smoke before she got up that far. No,
1: I definitely didn't notice anything when she was down here.
0: That's wild. In fact, just sort of looking around behind me, is there anything that looks like it could be fiery?
1: Not really. It's a pretty boring back of a plane. There's stairs No, there's not even stairs at the back of the plane. It kinda of just ends maybe there's like a little hutch mm. hutch? A little hutch that goes into the baggage. <laughs> Hatch. A hatch that goes to the hutch full for of like baggage. a
0: flotation ring or something. Yeah,
1: maybe a flotation ring or something, but not a candle. <laughs> not a lit candle at waist height.
0: Yeah, man, pretty wild. And so you've just been reading the book the whole time?
1: Um, yeah, I've just been reading, the, you know, well, not the whole time, but uh, yeah, I've been reading the book.
0: Well, yeah, just so like, you wouldn't have looked up and seen, I don't know, someone took a lighter and lit the back of her skirt as a prank or something.
1: Oh. That's a pretty mean prank. Well,
0: yeah, it would be. Like I'm saying, I think that it's plane defect, but I can't see anything back here that would have like an electrical fault or anything. That was my immediate suspicion.
1: When she went past me, I, I really didn't notice any fire. So maybe if someone, someone did do a mean prank like that, it, it must have happened further down the plane.
0: Yeah, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Is this your first time reading that book? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. You're a sleuth head, and this is your first time reading Arian Express.
1: Well, yeah, good point. No, it's not, I've, it's not the first time I've read the book, but, you know, it's the first time I've read this copy of the book.
0: Oh, I see. You wore out the last uh, one. Yeah,
1: that that's, it's a, and, that, and it does look like a fairly new copy of the book. <laughs> oh, exactly. The last one worn out.
0: Mm, okay. We had
1: so many times. I mean, it's a classic. You wouldn't be a real sleuth if you hadn't read Murder on the Orient Express. I'm going to
0: very slowly say... I mean, yeah, I've read my copy a lot of times. I just can't get over the moment in the second last chapter when you find out that Mary...
1: Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I can't believe that happened with Mary.
0: I should have picked a fake character name, damn it. Mary's a real one from that book.
1: I know. It's a big shock when that is revealed. <laughs> I, I, my favourite moment is um, when they get onto the train... Because I really like trains, and all that train info is always interesting to see. A book from such a time ago, talking about trains, it's good to compare to modern trains. I know it's Have a you great murder mystery. read in the mystery. Clouds? Why, of course.
0: You like the plane?
1: The plane is great. I love the plane. I'm more of a train head. Mystery on the blue train? Oh, that's a good one.
0: It was better the second time.
1: Yeah, my first when I read it the first time, I didn't quite get it. But on the second read, it all made sense. Granted, the
0: first time I read it, I was circa ten years old, so it makes sense that I didn't enjoy it and didn't quite get it quite as much as when I read as an adult. Of course,
1: yeah. At first, I thought this is sorry.
0: This isn't book therapy. I don't need to be getting this real with you. You you went up to the front at some point, the front of the plane.
1: Did I? Yeah. Oh. Yes, of so course. You, yeah,
0: you haven't been reading the book the entire time. No. Um, tell me a little bit about that. What's the front of the plane like?
1: I mean, it's, it's like pretty any pretty different
0: p- from back here.
1: Not really. There's food up there, I suppose. Did you take any? No.
0: Oh. Seems like a
1: waste. I just made my allergies clear in case...
0: Tell me about these allergies.
1: Well, I have a... Again,
0: checking out plane safety.
1: Oh, of course. I have a lactose allergy.
0: And uh, why did you wait until this late to make it known. Why couldn't you have done that when pre-boarding?
1: Oh, I did do it when I was pre-boarding. I just wanted to make sure that nothing happened. I've had bad experiences on planes before, so I just thought I'd go up and make sure that they knew what was going on, and they had all my allergy information, and that we could check. Sometimes they say there's no dairy, but then it's full of condensed milk.
0: Yeah, well, that's fair enough, quite frankly. I don't know what's in condensed milk either. No. And you weren't alone when you went up to have this allergy chat, right?
1: No, uh, there was a woman with me. That woman, right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you don't know her? No. And you didn't know Keith, I assume? Who's Keith? Cool, cool. All good. Know anyone else on this flight?
1: Nope, nope. It's just me and Agatha here, he says, point to to his book.
0: Mm -hmm. First time to Copperton, first time to SleuthCon and all that?
1: I believe it's the inaugural SleuthCon.
0: Oh, okay. Why did they have it in Copperton? Because oh, there are cops? Maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out when we go. You're
0: still in the mood for it?
1: Well, I suppose. It is a bit scary seeing a real-life murder. I I prefer the ones in, in the books and films that I do enjoy. Why? Mysteries are fun to solve. They make you feel like a, like a puzzle guy or... Or a real smart detective.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're hard to argue with, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So, um, you've been sitting behind uh Mr. Heath. Oh in the yes. In front of you, has he been distracting you at all?
1: Hasn't. No, hasn't been distracting me. He seems like he's been looking at his papers the whole time. I'd look. I wouldn't bother talking to a guy like that. It just he just bothers you with numbers and business talk. And things like that. It seems like a boring guy. That I, was I the
0: impression that I got, that yeah. he talked about business. I won't make a judgment on the boring.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine he would have seen anything either. Himself just had his head buried in those notes the whole time. So and I, I don't think he's even a very good kind of... Like, you want more observant people when solving a mystery like this. He doesn't true, seem that's like true. that kind of a guy.
0: Mm. Yeah, I want someone who can smell.
1: Yeah, smell. Yeah, well, he doesn't look like he could smell at all, so... Damn. Why Why smell?
0: For the fire business,
1: ah, I see. Smelling the fire—that makes sense. That it's makes the sense. The
0: only thing that smell has been relevant for in this entire trip. Well, well,
1: yeah.
0: <sighs> just hang back for a moment. Just, gonna just keep reading. Keep reading. Okay. Uh, the um tenth time is the real best time to read that one. So get stuck oh, into it.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Don't bother keeping your eyes open for anything. You're fine.
1: All right, I'll read this book. All right, I think
0: I'm done talking with Daniel. And my notes that I have about him are totally lying about book and allergy.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. I wasn't sure. I thought you got the, the, the book thing. You think he's lying? Oh, I mean, I won't play my hand. you only think he's lying about the book? What made why, why you think that?
0: He didn't want spoilers. He was very bad at spoiler talk.
1: He <laughs> was very bad at Come spoiler on. talk. I was hoping you'd ask him more specific questions. I had some fun. That's I was... why
0: I was regretting the fact that I said the name Mary instead of a fake name from the book to he try to catch him out. He would 100%
1: agreed yep. to have a fake name. Exactly. I'm,
0: sure. I'm really annoyed. I shuffle one seat over into E1 behind Jake.
1: Okay, you're sitting behind Jake.
0: I want to lean forward and just get as close like, to the back of his head as possible with the chair there. Just go, hey,
1: <laughs> oh my God, oh. oh. Like jumps up in his seat. He turns around immediately. Looks at, oh, what are you? Hi, uh, hi, um, hey, okay, okay, hi, 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 hi. Well, oh, don't scare me like that.
0: Why not? There's been a murder, and I'm kind of on edge. How do you know? Mr. Heat said he's dead. He's dead. You're making some assumptions there, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> is, it, is it not? Is it not a murder?
0: Why does oh. everyone think it's always a murder? Jeez.
1: I don't know. So he's he's not dead.
0: Deaths aren't... On... Okay, death and murder aren't the same thing, dude. Oh my god,
1: he's he's just... What, did he have a... Did he, did he, did he have a... I don't, I don't know, a stroke attack?
0: Oh. No, he had a heart aneurysm.
1: Okay. Oh, no. Alright, well, I don't know if that's better or worse. But maybe I don't need to be as nervous?
0: I mean, what do you think? Wait, wait, hold on. Even if there was a murder happening... Why why would that make you so much more nervous? Do you think why, that it...
1: Why, why would I be nervous? Because there's it's a murder on a plane! <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, there's a cause of death on a plane. That sucks. But you're know, a heart
1: aneurysm. They're not yeah. contagious. Are
0: they? A heart is contagious. Oh my god. You
1: gotta be nervous again. Oh my
0: god. <sighs> Apparently in small confined situations, everything is contagious just oh by no. crowd fear. So quite frankly, being afraid is making you more likely to die. Oh no. oh god.
1: Oh god. Oh god. I gotta be less afraid. Less afraid if I'm afraid I'll die if I'm die. I'm afraid I'm afraid I'll die if I'm die. I'm afraid I'm afraid he seems nervous.
0: Yeah, all right. Look, I don't want to add to your fears, but this plane is a bed of negligence.
1: What? What do you mean?
0: I need you to tell me everything about your experience on this plane thus far. Anything that you have noticed. Because I need to figure out who is liable for the conditions that may have exacerbated Mr. Moses' death.
1: Oh, um, okay. Uh, what, do you want, what, do you, what do you want me to tell you? Just everything
0: that right. I did? So first things first, let's go through your movements on the plane. You came on the plane at some point, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, none of that's important. Oh, okay, good. You came up to us. Well, you, you he, came uh, up to shake Mr. Moses' hand. You know him? I do.
1: Um, uh, he was my boss a while ago. Oh. Uh, yeah, um, I, I worked at Moses Farms. Uh, Farms, uh, the cows or the horses? The
0: cows. Okay, okay. Um, Going back a ways.
1: Yeah, he fired me though. Uh, because, well, I mean, I'm, so I caused, I'm like, I caused a bit of an accident. Um, I was, I was daydreaming about, I was thinking of some, some plants, uh, and I may have, I may have crashed a tractor into another tractor. Mm-hmm. Um. Plants? Yeah. Yeah. Um, plants. I, um, so I, um, I come up with like, I was thinking you give a better way to, to move, Cattle logistics when we when we, see we we move them in big trucks sometimes and I thought that was maybe an inefficient process. So I was designing like a new way of loading a new a new mechanism that you would use for that. And I was I was thinking of a cool way to do it. And then I and then I crashed a truck into a tractor or a tractor into a truck. I can't remember. Fired me, which I don't think was uh, reasonable. I think maybe Man, I didn't how old deserve it. I was um I was I was twenty four. And not that long ago then. Uh, no. Well I'm twenty eight now. So it was four years ago. And uh, and he fired me, and I don't I don't think that was deserved. Um, he's a bit he's a bit intimidating, Mister 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 Moser is. Um, but I but I want to come up and I want I've
0: name me one person you don't find intimidating, so I have a comparison point.
1: Maggie seems nice. Okay. Also, um, Lacy Lacy gave me a barley sugar once. That was nice. You know her. Yeah. Um, I'm from Carpeton mm-hmm. and she's from she's from Coppertin as well. Um, Mister Moser is also from Coppertin. Uh We um that's where I worked. She actually, Lacey is Mister Moses' mother-in-law. I think.
0: Oh God, which one? Just his mother-in-law. I don't. He's been married a couple of times.
1: Oh, then I guess one of them. Great, great. Um, I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, she's his mother-in-law. Uh, she seems nice. But yes, so I was, I wanted to. I had, I, had like an, I had like an idea. To, to I wanted to pitch some plans to Mr. Moser. And I thought this is a nice, is a nice opportunity because he then was... And you
0: were still trying to help him out with business stuff?
1: Well, I think I've got some good ideas that could help the business. And I think maybe he could buy them from me. And then I could be like an inventor or something. And, and he could pay me for my designs. Oh, is that
0: what you do now? Like business consulting? Well,
1: um, I'm, I don't really do anything right now. Um, I'm unemployed. But maybe he'd buy my plans and then I'd be employed as a plan maker. Mm-hmm. or something.
0: But it didn't quite get that far, did it?
1: No, that didn't go well, that pitch. um, I felt embarrassed, and so I left.
0: But you didn't get so far as pitching, did you?
1: Well, no, no. I tried to say hello, and I messed that up. And so I turned away, because I think that's not it. You want to start a pitch with a good first impression, and that was a bad impression. <laughs> so I thought I'd maybe call it quits.
0: Did you find it strange that he didn't acknowledge who you were?
1: He's a he's a pretty busy guy. Um, He's very good at that what he does he's very good at the business he's he he would have known me at one point he's very he pays a lot of attention when he when he procures a business he really gets really in depth he says hi to all the he gets to know all the workers and he does like a he does he's, he's very he's a very thorough man but i think maybe he when he gets a new company he forgets the old ones but he's very thorough when he gets them so i'm sure he did know me at one point but i don't get to see him very often i've been trying for a while but i i don't usually get this far i thought this was a unique opportunity.
0: You didn't seem to be surprised in any way by the fact that he might not recognize you. Like You came right in, introducing yourself.
1: Yes, yes. Um, usually, uh, I'd, I'd have to deal with Mr. Heath. Mm. Um, Mr. Heath doesn't like me talking to Mr. Moser. He doesn't want me... So he, he, he always says no. Um,
0: Man, he's only two seats away from me. Did he notice any of this happening? Did he notice you?
1: He was reading the contracts most of the time, so I don't think he saw me. But um, I don't know if he knows what I look like. <laughs> because once I gave him a fake name to get to see Mr. Heath and he, almo- he let me get almost to the door but then he asked for some ID and it said it said Jake Hudgens on it thank you for patron donor Jake Hudgens and and he then he kicked me out when he saw that it said Jake Hudgens
0: I just man I can't imagine not being at least a little bit angry and kind of wanting to go to a competitor or something instead
1: I don't know. Keith, uh, he's a pretty cool guy. And there aren't many competitors in his industries anymore. Cars? So, well, I mean, this is more about... And farms. farms in, Cars and farms. He's the only farmer I know. Um, and I've, I've got some carpet and pride. I, don't, I like carpet and farms to do well. I thought I could help out. See, he only fired me because he didn't realise what, what I was working on. You know, he thought I was just, just wasting time. But, he, but I wasn't wasting time. And so he should hire me. And if Mr Heath let me talk to him more... If he wasn't so rude and didn't hate progress, then, you know, I could be a rich, rich man.
0: All right. You got dreams, kid. Yeah. Did you notice any unusual movements of anyone else throughout the plane? Um,
1: unusual movements? Um, Again,
0: you never know what can cause a plane to just suddenly misfire and cause someone to die.
1: The flight attendant caught fire.
0: That did That was unusual. Yeah. Tell me about that. You stood up. You took a look at it, right? Well, yeah. You got in there?
1: I, I went up to go and put the fire out. I actually ca- I ca- I called out to her b- before she noticed I th- to be like, oh, you're on fire, but I don't think oh, she heard me. Oh, you noticed before she did. Yeah, I don't think she heard me. I was like, oh, you're on fire. Man, and how
0: did you notice it? Because you got a window seat. You didn't see it, right? I think, I suppose I saw it, yeah. Just some smoke or something? Or was she on fire as she passed your seat?
1: Oh, I don't remember. I just remember seeing that she was on fire.
0: Smoke or fire? Did you see smoke or fire? Well, you know what they say. <laughs> I think I saw fire. Interesting. You were fired and you saw fire are my two notes about you right okay. now. That's good. And so you, what, you ran up to help put her out?
1: Yeah, I ran up. I wanted I want to help put her out. Um, I didn't do very well. I thought maybe I could find fire extinguisher, mm. but I couldn't. And, um, and I came back and I sort of...
0: You see what I mean about this plane? No well, extinguisher?
1: I only went backwards. Maybe it's at the front. Uh, I didn't see. The crowd was all in the in in the middle of the rows. Um, so I went back. Maybe I should have gone forward. But don't eventually make the this went out. about
0: don't make this about you.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, what a bad plane! It's thank so you. bad. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So it's hard to balance out a character like this, trying to figure out nervousness because he's hiding something and just general nervousness as mm. a whole. I don't trust his entire story. I don't know what's going on exactly, but just saying, no, I got some great ideas for this guy. And no matter how badly I might have been treated in the past a few years ago, I still believe it. No, that's crap. No one does <laughs> that.
1: Poor Jake.
0: Just not believe Poor Jake yet.
1: Hudgens.
0: There's something else going on there. Cool. I think I'm done with Jake for the moment. So you remember that mantra? Ooh, what a bad plane.
1: <laughs> what a bad plane. That's what, what a bad we're plane. going
0: with. So Now, look, let's just... Remember, it may not be exclusive of the plane. It may be someone else's fault as well. Sure. So that's why you tell me someone interacted poorly with the plane in any way. You let me know. Okay. That's what we're going with. I mean, I suppose if anyone interacted with Mr. Moser in any weird way too, then yeah, that's fine. You could tell me about that. Okay. I guess. All but right. because this is probably not a murder. Okay. Don't focus too hard on that part. Sure. All right. Leave him. I'm going to go have a chat to Mr. Taylor Heath. I assume he's finally stopped working, right?
1: Yes, he is no longer working. His business documents, his business documents, are all folded up neatly in the seat beside him.
0: How are you feeling?
1: It's quite a shock. But I, I, can, I can continue on, yes?
0: So are you Mr. Moser's employee, partner?
1: I am Mr. Moser's business manager. Mr. Moser is a wonderful, was a wonderful a businessman, but well, very... hold
0: on. Make no promises. Don't say was just yet.
1: We saw his dead body together.
0: No guarantees.
1: What do you mean, no guarantees? He hasn't breathed in twenty. Are minutes. you a
0: scientist?
1: No, but I do have a PhD in <laughs> business administration. I have a PhD. <laughs> oh, no, you're one of BA. those
0: doctors, I say.
1: Look, I oversee the details of his of his companies. I'm, I'm I'm working a lot at the moment on the on his new purchase of this computer company.
0: Of course, he must keep you busy. I'm have you not been not with him not since not. the start, since the cattle days?
1: Uh, yes. I didn't work for his father, but my father worked for his father. Fair enough. And I work for him.
0: Mm-hmm. A birth arrangement.
1: No, just not many jobs in small towns.
0: Oh, you're from Copperton? My
1: father worked for his father in Copperton. Well, not from Copperton. We have a large estate on on, uh, outside of the, of the town.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I understand that Mr. Moser uh, is not the only person here that you know. Uh, who else is there, sorry?
1: I do notice that uh, Jake Hudgens is back there.
0: Oh, you know him, do you?
1: Yes, Jake Hudgens.
0: Did you notice him as soon as you got on?
1: No. No, oh, uh, he's
0: sitting right there.
1: I will say I'm, I'm not the best with faces. Mm-hmm. But I recognise the name. I heard it said, I believe the flight attendant may have said Jake. And I saw Jake Hudgens. I have dealt with him a few times. Recently, he's been almost stalking Mr. Moser. Mm. He keeps trying to bother him with some pointless plans or or designs or things like that. I've I've told him no every time and I've sent him on his way.
0: Mm -hmm. Anything interesting there? Have you listened?
1: Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, I have not listened. I will say for the record, I have not looked, seen or listened to any of his plans. I see. See, this is the point. They're either going to be good plans that we may have already been developing ourselves. At that point, we open ourselves up to lawsuits by even looking at the plans Mm -hmm. or More likely, from a lazy slacker like him, they're they're useless plans, but there'll be some element in them that, oh, he could argue is the same as something else that we put onto and then sue us again. There's no benefit in looking at the plans. So I have not looked at all.
0: Understood, understood. Now you call him lazy, etc.
1: Yes. What
0: Yes. What do you know about him?
1: Well, I know he used to work. For Mr. Moser. Mm-hmm. He was fired after not paying attention on the job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Since then, he worked for Jamie at one point, I believe. Oh. Okay. And was fired well, who, for not paying attention on the job.
0: Oh, wow. Who Who's Jamie?
1: Uh, Jamie Sutherland is the woman at the front of the plane, you mm-hmm. see. She is, uh, well, I suppose she's an old business rival of Mr. Moser's at one point. She also owns some auto parts manufacturers. Huh. Uh, lost a lot of her employees to, to Mr. Moser. No, not... Copperton. She is based in a town outside of Copperton, a coastal town called Short Reef. Mm. She had a manufacturing plant there that was cons- uh, subsumed into Moser Industries. Since then, I, she's become a, a councilwoman or something, some local government position. She's she, she's entitled. She's lazy. She she just she hates Mr. Moser. I will say, but she's as lazy as all the rest. Does nothing now with her time. Just travels around and. Waste the taxpayer dollar, I believe. But
0: <laughs> Good yes, old some... counsel. So she was a rival business in the which field, sorry again? Auto parts. The auto parts field. But she doesn't do that anymore. Not Does the anymore. company still exist or did you wipe
1: them? We followed the same procedure we always do. We looked at the company. We examined their finances. We examined their books. We looked at their staff. We retained any that were doing well. We fired any who were doing poorly. And the business then, after careful vetting, became part of Mozart Understood. Enterprises. You consumed it. We subsumed, consumed, and assumed the company.
0: <laughs> Understood. So much the same process that you're going to be doing with this computer place. Yes,
1: CompuGlobal.
0: HypermegaNet?
1: No, I oh. don't know what you're talking about. We haven't fully decided on the deal itself. Once the deal is generally organized, the next step, uh, once Keith has approved that, will be to begin our audit as the final step of the negotiations.
0: Cool. And what's the sort of thing that what could stop it from going through right now? Just secret debts, that sort of thing.
1: Oh, any number of things. I suppose it wouldn't go through if there was if the, if their financial situation was not as they first put it forward. If the if there was something going on, some internal staff issues. It, it's just look. Generally, there's no problem, but we'd like to be thorough before adding a company. You don't want to take on more liability. the, the uh, li- more liability than you do. The current benefit. owners
0: of this computer company. What sort of mood is going on over there? Is this a willing absorption?
1: Yes, I think they're, the, the, the owners are, are moving on. I think they're, they've, they've grown the company from something small to something large. They're quite happy to sell it for a cash settlement and, I don't know, be lazy people, move to Malibu or something.
0: Hearing this L word a lot. How many hours a day do you work?
1: I don't understand the question. <laughs>
0: Three, but they're damn good.
1: The day is work. Work is day and day is work. (laughs) Night is work and sleep is work. I dream of binders.
0: (laughs) All right. So I take that you also recognized Ms. Sutherland on board. Yes. Quickly, or did that take some time?
1: Really, it was the shoulder pads that gave it away. Oh, yeah? Yes. Disgusting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you must have heard when she had a bit of an episode oh
1: yes i think she just Look, she's a lazy person she likes to sleep but i think she just likes to yell at mr moser more than anything else
0: so you don't reckon that would have happened if it had been anyone else talking no remembering it was, she stood up no, and she just started yelling shut up shut up shut
1: yes, up yes that was that too was keith a hundred percent she's done that before i don't think she's ever interacted with mr moser without yelling like that
0: and what about mr moser himself in response oh i don't
1: think he cares Man. The day that he took over her company was the worst day of her life. But for Mr. Moser, <laughs> it was a Tuesday.
0: Gotcha. All right. So, uh, wow. You know, you knew three other people on this flight. That's quite something.
1: Well, yes, small town flights. It happens.
0: But uh, that was it.
1: Oh no. Well, of course, Lacey is here as well. Uh, Lacey Morrow. You may have noticed her. She's just sitting right in front. Of- yes, hello. La- yes, hello, Lacey. Yes.
0: Oh yes, helping everybody.
1: Yes. Yes. She was um. I don't know if Mr. Moser told you he's been married. He likes to save of himself course. three ex-wives two successful businesses, and a He was saying beautiful he needed to change horse. that, yeah. Yes, well, yes, we'll have to adjust the, the cadence. Um, his second wife, Mary, uh, Lacey is her mother, Lacey Morrow. She's a little obsessed with Mr. Moser. I, I believe she doesn't Man, think that... That seems to be going in, around. Well, she doesn't think that in the eyes of the Lord... That marriage was ever really dissolved. I think she still thinks of herself as his mother in law.
0: Hmm. In an affectionate sort of way? Or oh, yes. Nothing, nothing,
1: no, nothing. I, look, I don't, I don't think she thinks she's in for a big cash settlement or anything like that. I think she just wants to bring him back into the family. I don't think she ever quite <laughs> let go. She's fond of Keith.
0: And uh, one more, I think, that you might recognize. Hmm. I stare pointedly. I'm just waiting. Y- you? Oh, uh, not where I was going with it, but I mean, you know, now that you mention it, no, I was just saying you take this flight a lot. I hear. Yes. Any of the staff familiar?
1: Familiar, I don't know. Ah, this I see. this flight attendant seems slow, chatty. She's a waste time while working. <laughs> Obviously, not very good at her job either. Probably mm,
0: you bungled need to tell some me. food. Look, she I
1: caught know.
0: herself on fire.
1: Oh, right. Terrible.
0: Incidentally, did you see any of that? Um, again, you know how businesses work. There's look
1: negligence at, all over the place. Look, it's sloppy. But look, I mean, look what happened to my papers. Mm-hmm. And she shows you some of his business papers are singed on the sides.
0: Oh, cure, oh! How on earth did that happen?
1: Brushing past, I suppose.
0: She must have been quite on fire when she brushed past for that to happen.
1: I suppose so. Yes.
0: Wow. Okay, this conversation with Taylor is not going very far. He is. Well, the stuff is pretty much exactly as expected. But both he and Jake have said interesting things about this fire. It really feels like the fire was already there by the time it got to them. As far as I've found, there is nothing in the back that causes fire. That pins it on Daniel. Unfortunately, Daniel is the only one I can see so far that people do not see a relation between him and Keith Moser. Everyone else now, I think. Has, everyone else now has had some connection, but we haven't found one for him yet. Taylor has been very good at providing connections, though he's apparently bad at faces, so there might be a connection there, and I just can't see it yet through him. So I guess I've got to keep digging there. What if I should start digging through people's luggage? Eh, yeah, we can worry about that later.
1: Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media Network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. If you want to try your hand at solving this murder yourself, send your current theory in to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com and you may end up on our wall of detectives. A special thank you to Jared, Devon, and Witt from the podcast Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.